This is Prisoners of the Moment, bringing you the hottest takes on Mississippi State sports. Real fans, real reactions, real joy, and real disappointment. With Lounge Dog, Jesse Young, and Josh Watson, this is Prisoners of the Moment. Welcome in. This is episode three of Prisoners of the Moment podcast. I'm Josh Watson, and I'm joined, as always, by Jesse Young and Lounge Dog. Not going to go into it a whole lot this week as far as the uh, Eastern Tennessee game. Pretty much exactly what we expected, exactly what a team should do to a uh, FCS opponent. Y'all got any thoughts on that? Off the top of your head? Well, outside of one play, I thought we played about dang near perfect. Of course, take it with a grain of salt against the competition. But it, yeah, sure, I, it, I agree. I know one thing: at least it wasn't Texas A and M, right? Oof. Yeah, they got they got problems. Or Tennessee, Tennessee got knocked off by South Carolina this weekend. Not so, just or, knocked or off or our opponents or our opponents from this week. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, yeah, I think we can all agree, you know. Who loses to Arkansas for real? Jesus, man. We'll just let's – just, let's just leave it at that for this, for this past okay. week's game. East Tennessee, that was what we expected or at least what, what, the, what the expectation was is what was delivered. State came out, handled business. Let's move on to next week, and we're going to move on to next week because, guys, gentlemen, and I say gentlemen, it is a phrase I use for y'all as loosely as an old Miss sorority girl after a win over an FBS opponent. Gentlemen, fair. fair. It is, yeah, that's pretty accurate. It is Egg Bowl week, and it is time to get your hearts and minds right. Uh, to quote Dave Chappelle, if you got hate in your heart, let it out. Now's the time. So, oh, Lord. Um, I got a couple things. Uh, if you don't mind, I'd like to start off this episode with a joke, if you will, if you'll indulge me. Uh, Ole Miss fan and a state fan were walking down a beach, and they find a magic lamp. Rub the lamp, the genie comes out, and he says, I will grant each of you one wish. And the old Miss fan says, well, you know, Oxford, Mississippi is the greatest city in the state of Mississippi. I want to keep all those cow college fucks down in Starkville out. So we're going to build a 20-foot wall around Oxford, Mississippi and keep everybody out so we can have all the gas station fried chicken to ourselves. Jeannie says, it's done. And the old Miss fan disappears and goes back to Oxford. State fan looks at Jeannie and says, you mean to tell me there's a 20-foot wall around Oxford, Mississippi right now? The genie says, yes, sir, that is true. The state fan goes, fill it with water. <laughs> so, that's, good. That's, that's, a good uh, that's, a, that's how we're going to start out Ole Miss Egg Bowl week here. Uh, guys, I mean, this is, this is it. This is the – this is – I feel like the turning point, the crux of the season is this game. And uh, 
kind of just want to know what, where's you, what y'all's thoughts pregame. We're, we're just, I mean, we're not even, like I said, we're not even going to touch on last week. We are looking forward to the egg bowl. So let's get into it. What do y'all think? What, what do y'all see coming? Well, if you know, if the line, the line's already dropped like five, five and a half points from like seven to two and a half to two. So, I, for how Ole Miss has been the past two weeks, like just distracted, this has huge 2017 Egg Bowl vibes. And, and Leach knows the guy, the players know how big this game is. It's all comes down to execution. Thing is, will Leach execute the right play calls? Okay, run the ball. So, but I, I feel, I feel confident. We got a, we got a, we got a good chance to win. I think it's about. I think it's a good a chance. I mean, again, Egg Bowl, you throw everything out the window. I mean, records don't matter. It, it could be, it could be either way this week. Uh, but you you want Leach you want Leach to have his have his players hearts and minds right for this game because you've got an eight and three Ole Miss team coming in that this is an important game for them as well you know they they don't want to lose this game Jesse what you what you think what you feeling this week man uh you know I've, I've reached the point in the week where uh, I'm really starting to hype myself up thinking. Hey, we really have a shot to win this. Uh, I do this every week, though. Uh, I always feel on Sundays that you know we're going to get our ass beat by whoever the opponent is, and then by Tuesday or Wednesday, I'm starting to get a little more confident. By Thursday, Friday, I'm really starting to feel it. Of course, short week this week, so we're two game, two days from the from the game. I'm uh, I'm ramped up. I'm ready to go. Um, obviously, with all of the Kiffin rumors going on and all that, and the way that Ole Miss played last week, they've got to be distracted at least a little bit. I mean, they've got to be. And if you look at the stats between these two teams now, a month ago, I thought, you know, Ole Miss is probably going to run all over us. But with their strength of schedule in the early part of the season, I mean, and, and the, the harder games – here towards the end have really shown who they are. Um, we have a we have a chance to beat them this week and finish with the same record, which is crazy to think about if you think about where we were this time last month. Uh, you know, their strength of schedule, not as tough as ours. They've only got one more win than we do at this point. I think we got just as good a shot as we've ever had to win the Egg Bowl. Uh, obviously, being in Oxford, it's going to be – a little more difficult, but there's going to be plenty of state fans there too. I just don't know if our – I'm curious to see what offense is going to show up. Uh, I think the uh, East Tennessee State game the other day was great timing for, for our guys to just get in the groove, get Dylan Johnson 100%, get ready for – the biggest game of the year. It, I mean, it's not always the biggest game of the year, but nine times out of ten, it is. 
I think that yeah, it's, Leach has got to, you know, accept the fact that this rivalry game is very important for his career or his entire tenure is state and, and Leach historically, you know, you hear other people talk about it has not fared well in rivalry games, whether it just be not getting up for the games or just treating it like another game. It, it seems to kind of, uh, you know, rush by him in some, at some times, but this is different. I, I, I do not think, and I saw a tweet and I retweeted it today by Ross Dellinger, the egg bowl to me, and everybody says iron bowl or, or the game, Michigan and Ohio state or whatever. I don't think that there is a more bitter hate filled rivalry in the country than the egg bowl than state and Ole Miss. I agree. And I think a lot of the reason for that is it's such a balanced rivalry. Um, you know, I mean, they hold a, a, winning record overs by 20 games or so. Of course, all those were 70 years ago. So, take throw that out the window. Yeah, they also it, claim like four national championships during that time too. That Well, they claim three and their SEC, 2003 <laughs> SEC co-West champions. Co-West champions. Don't say hang a banner because they already did. Hot damn. We don't even have a banner in our stadium for our legitimate 1998. SEC West Championship. Yeah. But I'm looking at some stats here for Ole Miss and Mississippi State on the season. So, Ole Miss, 8-3, uh, ranked 20th in the AP poll right now. They're 4-3 in the SEC. They're scoring 35.3 points a game, which is 24th out of all FBS schools. Uh, and their strength of schedule is 42nd. Mississippi State, on the other hand, is 7-4. and four. With a three and four record, 33 and a half points a game, just two points, not 1.8 points less. But our strength of schedule is 20th. There's this 42nd. Ole Miss's strength of schedule is 42nd? 42nd in the country. Yes. That seems, that seems high to me. <laughs> Let's see Troy, Central Arkansas, Georgia Tech, Tulsa, Vanderbilt. I mean, I'm leaving Kentucky. Kentucky was ranked seventh when they played. Uh, jeez, man. So, Alabama and LSU must carry a lot of weight. A lot. And, you know, if you really think about it, we've got four losses this year. Alabama on the road. Georgia, who is the defending and more than likely the eventual national champion. And the SEC West champion, LSU, on the road. Kentucky is our only bad loss all season. That's it's a pretty respectable season. Our fan base is jumping off the Mike Leach wagon. We talked about this last two weeks. It, everybody's jumping off the the pirate ship, and I don't understand why. I mean, I know the losses have been ugly. I was about to say it, you just you can't complain. I mean, we're seven and four, four losses to top ten. I mean, three of the four losses to top ten teams. I think it's kind of the like if you take the Bama game. Everybody else in the West has looked somewhat competitive against Alabama, but us. That's kind of what, like, that's kind of what people are more upset See, about. I, I feel like it's not winning. I feel, I feel like, like you're grasping at straws there. But that's to to be fair, and and I'll, I'll I'll criticize as much as anybody. But that's not a Mike Leach thing. That's that's just historical for state, and I don't understand it. 
I don't get it, but I, it just is what it is. So, I mean, and you're right, Jesse, it, it is a, I think, I think that, you know, statistically it's going to end up being a better season or as good a season as, you know, several people projected, but I think the issue that a lot of fans will have is missed opportunities, consistency, and the way that we play in some games or the way that we lose some games, you know, we talked about it kind of just beating our head against the wall, square peg, round hole, that type of thing. Uh, I think- and it is frustrating, and I understand that. But there's this year is the most parity we've seen in college football since 2007, in my opinion. That's that's fact. I believe it. And, and and I understand, you know, Bama's down. There was our opportunity to beat them. You know, LSU's kind of down right now. There's your opportunity to beat them. They still have – they are leaps and bounds ahead of us in talent. We're never going to be able to recruit to the, to the ability they have, uh, especially LSU. I mean, you know, they're the, they're the most talent-rich state and they're the only major school in the state. You're just not going to be able to compete with that. I feel like we have been competitive in almost every game we've played, and we only have four losses, three of which were on the road, and the only home loss was to the eventual and reigning national champion. I, I just don't see how our fan base can be so negative about this season. I just I do not understand it. I feel like I'm going off on a rant uh, like I did last week during the uh, – the last segment of our show, but I, I, I do not understand. I do not understand our fan base. I really don't. I don't get it. You want to what? Well, I ch- some of them are stupid. Plain and simple. I'll keep, I'll keep it straight up. It's stupid. That's for sure. So, I'll tell you one thing. Winning this game I feel like this is the tipping point for Mike Leach's coaching career at state. You know, you win this game and you're back in it. You're going to have fan support. We did not see fan support last week for that game, uh, which what do you, you know, what do you expect? But you never really do on those games. No. Yeah. You you really don't, but you win this game. you, You got some fan buy in. You got a chance to go to a good bowl game. Let's swear to God, if they send us to Memphis again, I'm going to ride. Well, if, if you, we win the Egg Bowl, we have a real shot to go to the Citrus Bowl. And that would that's, be that's solid. That would be legitimate. And but if you lose Which, it, I'm going to South Florida for Christmas. If you yeah. lose it, your boy you might be extending chance. that stay. You have a good chance of going to Memphis or Birmingham. Hey, so, Birmingham's convenient for me. You got Top Golf right there. I love Birmingham. Nothing wrong with it. I don't know that that's going to draw in a bunch of state fans for – I don't know that that's going to get the fan base excited. Nothing – hardly anything ever does. Well, but this is – I think this is this is what your season comes down to, and it's – a lot of people projected this. A lot of people – I mean, really the season has worked out the way a lot of people have projected it to. No, no big, big surprises – Bad loss against Kentucky, but overall, about where we expected to be. So, and we say bad loss, and it was an ugly loss. We only lost by ten points. It's yeah. not like 
it's not like we were down 42 to six in the second quarter, for God's sake. No, or at the beginning of the fourth quarter. <laughs> Against a five win team in yeah. week 11. Yeah, yeah. It could be worse. So, all right, I want to let's, so let's, you know, this is, this is the game that we've been looking forward to. Everybody looks forward to every season. So I want to get, I want to get some, uh, some thoughts. We're going to, we're going to dive back into nostalgia here a little bit. I want to get from y'all two different things and they can be, they can be from the same game or they can be from separate games. I want to get your favorite, your most memorable egg bowl game and your most memorable egg bowl moment or play. They can be from the I same game. I feel like game. that last one is going to be the same for all three of us. It may be. I, I, got, I got two. I got two are up there. So You, you know which one's, one of them is going to be. But I, I might go a little different. So, all right. All right, Lounge, well, why don't you start us? First of all, let's let's say, what's your favorite? What was your favorite Egg Bowl game to be a a viewer or a fan of and watch Mississippi State? Well, first off, it wasn't 08. That's for damn sure. <laughs> I was, I was, uh, that was the most miserable time ever. But uh, I would go 2013. Cause that's a good choice. Cause nobody likes you for it. That's when the hatred and the egg ball was at its peak. Was that thirteen to fifteen window? That was the that was the Dak coming off the sideline. Nineteen degrees outside in the stadium. I was on the top row of what is now the student section in the north end zone. Freezing my ass off. And we stayed for the whole game and got to watch Bo Wallace. That piece of shit fumbled the ball into the end zone. It was glorious. I loved it. It was it was great. So 2013 is a fantastic choice. The right. game. That, that's the yeah. game. That's the game. What's your moment? Yeah, the easy choice is the Elijah Moore piss miss. <laughs> but I'm gonna go to the Fred Smoot kick kick up and the interception, Robert Bean and uh, uh, who? Uh, dog, I, I had it earlier, but yes, I, what it actually wasn't for it wasn't Smoot. Oh, gosh, but you know the moment. I know exactly the 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 pick the kick and the pick. Yes, and so that so, was that was nineteen ninety nine. Good times. So, and that that I think for a lot of people is their their egg bowl their egg bowl moment is nineteen ninety nine the pick and the kick running it back against and, Ole Miss to win in the last seconds and have uh, Scott Westerfield come on and kick a field goal. Oh, I my number two is not even a play. It's unsportsmanlike conduct on all players on everybody. <laughs> So, but uh, twenty the twenty eighteen egg bowl kind of personified the egg bowl. I said, "Yeah, but 
Now, there, there was tension in that 17 egg bowl between people, too. Yeah. So, so that's my choices. Jesse, what you got? What's yours, man? All right, my favorite game is 2007. Uh, I – that was at the the peak of my Mississippi State fandom. I think I was a senior in high school. We were we had six wins that year. We were coming off wins against Kentucky, Auburn, and Alabama. It was a it was the first winning season we had had since I had been a fan. And I hate to admit it, we were down fourteen nothing, and we left the stadium. So you're bad, Gigi. And by the time we got to the truck, we had scored a touchdown. We were halfway back to West Point. We scored the other touchdown. And we got back to my house in West Point just in time to watch us kick the game-winning field goal. That was the Derek Derek Pegues punt return game, right? I will always remember the call from Jack Crystal hearing it on the radio. Derek Pegues, Derek Pegues, Derek Pegues. Then you had Adam Carlson's. Kick to the to the land of milk and honey. Yes, all because Ole Miss went for it on fourth and one around midfield, and we stopped them. You gotta love it. It was Uh, it was a it was a classic egg bowl game, and you you could feel you just knew when we stopped them on fourth and one there that game was about to change. You just knew it, and it did. Love it. My favorite moment uh, is probably Lounge already took it because he took three, I think. Uh, <laughs> Any moment that beats Ole Miss is my 2000, 2018, uh, not even the call for unsportsmanlike conduct on everybody on both teams. Uh, watching Jamal Peters rip Matt Corral's helmet off Glorious. Knowing he's about to get his ass whipped. But my favorite moment was not then. It was after the game in the locker room when Braxton Hoyette had a cigar in his mouth, holding the golden egg, and put on Twitter, out here winning trophies and saving lives. (laughs) And Nick Fitzgerald was actually on Super Talk Mississippi last night talking to – Hey, Dad, and and dude from Ole Miss, Richard, and uh, Nick Fitzgerald. They interviewed him, and he actually said that Matt Corral ought to send Braxton Hoyette a gift basket every year at Thanksgiving for saving his life. Absolutely, because Peters was about to decapitate that some bitch. Yeah, that California boy was about to run in to a Mississippi boy who did not care. No. Uh, I love it. Mess around, mess around and find out. That is it. The more you F around, the more you will find out. And he almost found out. Y'all hit every – so I made a list earlier today um, of some of the games that I thought of off the top of my head. 99 was on there. 2007 was on there. 2013 was on there because I remember vividly freezing my ass off. Uh My favorite Egg Bowl game or memory, if you will, for as far as the game, 
uh, was actually was actually 1999. Uh, we were in Spring Hill, Louisiana, visiting some family, and I was a miserable Mississippi State fan at the age of 12 years old, just like I'm a miserable Mississippi State fan now. And my dad is an Ole Miss fan. So I had to sit there and watch the game with him, and the game was not going our way for most of it. And so I walked outside and stood under the carport for most of the game, most of the second half. And when I walked back in, it was right before the kick in the pick. And we ended up, you know, like we said, coming back, winning the game. I got to rub it in his face a little bit as a shitty little 12-year-old kid. Um, and then my stepmom went to my dad's place of work and took some window paint and wrote all over his truck with the score and uh, wrote on there, Deuce is the goose, and we've got the golden egg. So, <laughs> Did thought, you, did you uh, pull, since it was 1999, this is – culturally relevant at the time did you go back in the house and pull a degeneration x and tell your dad to suck it i didn't but damn missed opportunity, right there. Opportunity. missed opportunity so that's as far as, as far as egg bowl memories that's that's high up there for me my favorite egg bowl moment one of my favorite egg bowl moments but this is close to the top it's it's right up i mean the 2013 Wallacing and Dak coming off the sideline and stuff. That was that was really close. But one of my favorite egg bowl moments of all time is one of the last plays of the 2007 egg bowl when Shay Hodge was running a crossing route and Jamar Chaney met him in the middle of the field. And I'm pretty sure Shay Hodge's soul left his body when he got hit. Because Jamar Chaney decleated that some bitch. <laughs> I love it. Decleated him and then stood over it. And Jamar Chaney has no love lost for Ole Miss, and I love it. So no, he does not. Neither does KJ Wright. Absolutely. So that is one of my favorite ones. So I, I again, you could pick. You could pick so many, and there's good moments. And like we talked about earlier. People talk about all these other rivalry games and significance and stuff like that. I don't know that there was ever another rivalry game. I looked it up earlier. Mississippi State, the Egg Bowl, or Mississippi State and Ole Miss, the Egg Bowl, is the fifth oldest rivalry game trophy. There's some other ones, Minnesota and somebody in Arizona, Arizona State, and some of this stuff. I don't know if any of the other ones have a significance of creating a trophy specifically to keep the teams and fan bases from killing each other. Because in 1927, 1928, if you remember, that's the reason the Egg Bowl trophy was created was because there was a brawl on the field and basically people were going full on WWE and beating the shit out of people with folding chairs. So... That was the whole point of creating the trophy. So I don't know if there's that much vitriol amongst another fan base in the country. I mean, it, it it's hard to uh, it's hard to describe to people who don't live here, who don't really know anything about it. it. It's hard to describe to people 
just how heated this rivalry is. I mean, you know, we live next to each other all, you know, we all get along for the most part. But when it's egg bowl time, and and how many other rivalry games have as many crazy finishes as the egg bowl? You got the piss and the miss. I mean, they got the kick six, which is probably the greatest inning of all time. But you know, the between I hate to bring it up the immaculate deflection, the immaculate, the immaculate deflection, dude. That's but there's so many crazy endings to the egg bowl just in the last 30, 40 years. There's half a dozen at least just wild endings. Who would have who would have believed Elijah Moore piss and miss or piss anyways? Led to the chain reaction of Mike Leach and Lane Kiffin coming to Mississippi. Yeah. Yeah. The whole thing, and even even the waves that it sent out throughout the professional game with coaching changes. Crazy. Thank God we didn't get Joe Judge. <sighs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll count our blessings on that one. Yeah. All right, so – you know, you talk about famous egg bowl moments, famous egg bowl memories, games. We got uh, there's a couple quotes that are pretty good from the egg bowl. I think it was uh, Jamar Chain. I, I think it was Chaney that said, "Ole Miss, I hate y'all. I still hate y'all. My kids gonna hate y'all." That was KJ Wright. Oh, it was KJ. Okay, yeah, okay, even KJ. better. Yeah, no love lost. You've got uh. One of the most famous quotes, Jesse, you brought this up. Duty Noble, who coached at Mississippi State and Ole Miss, said, I already know what hell is like. I once coached at Ole Miss. So, <laughs> no love lost. What did you find, Jesse? Did you find any of them? Uh, I, Jack had some funny ones. Some of his best ones were when we were actually losing the Egg Bowl, though. <laughs> God. Uh, the quarterback and the receiver weren't on the same page there. But, hey, it's only week 11. <laughs> I think Jack Crystal just kind of encompassed what everyone felt as a Mississippi State fan Yes, in a lot of these games. And then, of Ole course – Ole Miss has punted once today for a grand total of 12 yards. That ought to improve on that with this next punt. <laughs> Jack Crystal saw a lot of shit. Yeah. A lot of shit. And, of course, I mean, give him credit for stoking the rivalry back up. Mullen's quote in 2009 about uh, there's certainly one program that's on the rise in this state in response to, uh, to the quote about Ole Miss being on the rise and state being left behind. That was actually, in 2009, I was at that game. That was another one that was on my list, and I didn't I didn't pick it, but that was another one of my favorite games because it was Anthony Dixon's last game. And I that, really thought about the 2009 game when we were going through that. That was the from Dixon with love game. And Yes, and I, we, we put our dicks in your mouth. Yes, yes. When he hurdled that guy. <laughs> that, was, that was another one of my moments, too. Anthony Dixon's hurdle in 2009. Because he just ran – he ran through them like shit through a screen door, man. Yes, he did. Man. And he, he deserved to end his uh, his Mississippi State career like that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, 
again, Egg Bowl week. You got, you got. Let's see what happens. Who knows? It, it could be, it could be anything. So I think that's that's going to do it for our time of reflection. Everyone's heart seems to be right now. The hate and the vitriol is flowing. So it's time. It's time for the part of the show that we call the airing of grievances. Welcome, newcomers. <laughs> the tradition of Festivus begins with the airing of grievances. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now you're going to hear about it. All right. It is the airing of grievances. We've got problems. People need to hear about them. They may not want to hear about them, but they need to hear about them. They're going to hear about them. Lounge Dog, who do you have a problem with this week? This week, I got a problem with the Dak haters that covered the NFL. I don't know if y'all follow like some of the ESPN talking shows and radio, but I do. Last week before the, the Dallas played Minnesota, everybody's like, is Dak the guy? Dak can't do it. Dak's not clutch. Dak's terrible. He's not a franchise quarterback. Blah, 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 blah. And then he goes out and just, as a team effort, played the perfect football game. Now and it's not a peak from anybody. So I, I just want to throw those Dak haters slash doubters just to shut the hell up. It's the same shit he's been doing his entire career. It started out. They said he was going to be a tight end. Backup tight end. Backup tight end. Colin Cowherd. And I, I have a I have a bone with Colin Cowherd on that because he was the one one of the ones that was talking the most shit when all that stuff was happening. And now he seems to be a Dak fanboy. So he's turned he's no, turned no, face he's now. He, he he's not really. Is he not? He seemed like he was a couple years he ago. He says Dak, Dak he questions Dak at a big moment. Yeah. Yeah, because Dak hasn't hasn't delivered on any big moments. Listen, it, it's hard to overcome a quarter of a century of a dysfunctional football in an organization. Yeah. I'm about to say. So, well, when you're owned by uh, Al Davis 2.0, I mean, what do you expect? When you're owned by the Crip Keeper. <laughs> Easy. Gee. Oh Lord, it's, it's a it's a roller coaster following Dallas. It always is, Jesse. Who do you have a problem with this week? Well, uh, I thought long and hard about this, and I told you when we got on the call here, I didn't really know what it was going to be. Um, so it might as well just be my answer. All fifty-two weeks of the year, uh, I have a problem with snooty, good for nothing. Think they're hotter than shit, Ole Miss fans. I had a guy tell me on a Twitter on Lounge's Twitter space Saturday night that uh, Mississippi State was a poverty program, and that the flagship Ole Miss program was elite in college football, and that they had millions of dollars in NIL money. One, prove that you have that much in NIL money. Two, why don't you go look up some fucking stats for the athletic budgets because they're not that damn far apart. Ole Miss is ranked 11th and State is ranked 12th. 
in the SEC as far as athletic budget goes. I, I don't understand their attitude of we're better than you. They're, like I've always said, Alabama mouth and Vanderbilt ass on the football God, field. Dog, you stole my quote, man. I'm, and in academics, they got a Vanderbilt mouth. And an Alabama and a, ass. <laughs> East, East Mississippi Community College ass. I'm jumping right. The Harvard of the South. Are you kidding me? I'm jumping me? right on this with you because this was going to be my airing of grievances too. All of those cold gas station chicken eating, red solo cup drinking, not allowed to have an open beer or an open flame in their piece of shit tailgating area bastards up in Oxford. Y'all can all kiss the darkest part of my pasty white ass. And I tell you what, this is a family-friendly podcast. We're really reeling it back here, guys. We're not a, we're not going no holds barred because you don't want to hear what I really have to I was say. Like, Y'all make me say my uh, logical let, one here. Let me say this. My mother and mother-in-law don't want to know what I have to say about Ole Miss. Uh, it, and it, it's – how can you hate Mississippi State so much when you have – the second best football stadium in the in the state of Mississippi, the second best baseball stadium. The second they have the, and about to be. Hang on, wait, 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 wait. About wait, to wait. be the second. Are you best. putting Ole Miss? Are you putting Vault Hemingway ahead of the Rock? Well, that's true. That <laughs> is true. That hodgepodge of a damn stadium they have up there in Oxford with four different architectural designs. They really pieced it together to make it look like an architectural piece of shit. It's like Lego bricks held together with duct tape and bailing wire. <laughs> and then and then they come out with their premium seating last year, the year before, which was really just some tailgate tents posted up on some damn platforms they put up in one of the end zones. Oh, what a damn joke of a place. And the thing is, it's not football. It's not just football. They think like this in everything. And the the superiority complex that they have is just mind blowing. I don't understand it. I don't understand how you can sit there and have a superiority complex against Mississippi State or anybody else for that matter because you haven't won shit in football. Yeah, you won a Sugar Bowl in 2016 that I'm pretty sure was vacated because of your cheating whore-calling coach, Pastor Freeze. Um, I, I just don't understand what, what you're bragging about. Freeze is just that. What, what is it? Are you – are you bragging about the the national champions championships? I say that while I'm doing air quotes. Uh, that Minnesota, USC, and someone I can't remember who the third team was actually won. Or are you bragging about the banner you have up in your stadium for the 2003 SEC Co-West Championship? There's no such thing. Coach Freeze was just doing the Lord's Pastor work. Freeze. Pastor, Pastor Freeze. Freeze was just doing the Lord's work, Jesse. And you know, when you're doing the Lord's work, people are going to be out to get you. And that is a – He was a lot like – That is a direct quote. He was a lot like Houston Dale Nutt. He was in the people hepping business. Yeah, he was in the hepping people get off business. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm really – I don't know if Lane's going to leave or not. To be honest, I really don't give a shit. But I love watching them freaking squirm. It is hilarious. They're, 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 they're in tra- almost Twitter's in shambles right now. It is. Uh, it is. 
horrible. It's Tuberville 2.0. And all of the Ole Miss fans saying that Ole Miss and Auburn are on the same level, please, God, go seek psychiatric help because something is wrong with the chemical balance in your brain. If you think that a four-year contract at $9.5 million a year is just as good as a 10-year contract at 10 to $12 million a year. At a school that's won a national championship. Ever. Ever. Yeah. yeah. No, no. I was gonna yeah. say I was gonna say this century, but I figured there was no need to add a caveat to that. Ever. No, there's there's not ever. Yeah. And no, we haven't won one either, but God bless, we don't claim to. Yeah. We could claim nineteen forty one, but we're not Yeah, we could, but we yeah. don't. We don't have a banner hanging inside Davis Wade Stadium for our 1998 SEC West Championship, a legit SEC West Championship, because we went to Atlanta and played for the SEC title. We don't have a banner signifying that because not that big of a deal. But they got that SEC Co-West Championship from 2003. Flying high, baby. You know what I say, Jesse? It's on What? Piss on them! Oh shit! Hey, I think that's as good as place to, as any to to end it this week because we have our minds and hearts right for Thursday. Ole Miss, you you I'll know be, how you know how I'll, I feel. I'll be at the game, so I I think I'm gonna be in one of those suites. Like my my stepdad, he he runs bundle up tight. He runs the 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 suite that uh uh usually like Archie Manning the Mannings go to. Wow. I swear to God, if I, if I'm sitting next to Archie Manning in that suite, I'm I'm gonna make sure I don't get, get myself kicked out. Please take a picture and and send and upload it to Twitter. Just please do that. Oh oh, I'll make sure I'll make sure I put my crew crew over my face. Oh, God. Oh, man. Well, Lounge, I wish you good luck in the uh, the land of piss up there. I was going to say the land of milk. Good luck in the anus yeah. of America. Whatever it is. These boots don't step foot in Lafayette County. All right, guys. <laughs> With that, we're going to bid all of y'all a happy Thanksgiving week. A happy Egg Bowl week. And from all of us, a good, hearty, go-to-hell old Miss. Hail damn state. Y'all have a good week. We will see you next time on Prisoners of the Moment podcast. <laughs>